You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Neil Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Jake. On the BetQL Network, Nick Costos, Ken Barkley. And you. Hey, just remembered. I was like, oh, I'm supposed to do this now. All right. Uh, badass final hour of the show on the way. Uh, bets of steel for the two hockey games coming up tonight. Thoughts on the league championship series in Major League Baseball. Uh, we just covered the Deshaun Watson news. Uh, Watson could miss multiple more games per Mary Kay Cabot, who's covered the Browns forever and does great work now for Cleveland.com. Uh, so we're a little delayed on the big S. So I guess it's, yeah, it's like a regular, it's kind of regular. now. So yeah. it's like that Chappelle thing. It's like, it's not HBO. It's just regular ass TV. It's a regular ass power hour right regular now. Ass power All right. hour. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, oh, we're I, like I thought a of one other short... thing too, by the way, because I know we're short on time. I'll I'll go insanely fast when we do the bets. You're Just good. one thing with Watson, and we'll, we'll tie all this stuff together. People listen to the segments, order or not, whatever. Uh, if they're bad, let's say they're bad. They get a, whatever. Maybe they trade for Cousins. Maybe Watson comes back. Maybe they win against the Niners because the defense is really good, whatever. If they're bad, a couple of things become true. One, AFC North odds obviously dramatically reshift. Cleveland currently the second choice. I think we would all agree they'd become the fourth choice. If uh, Watson's out for a long time and it's PJ Walker, then they're the least likely team to win that division. That hasn't adjusted yet because we don't know for sure that he's out. But we think he might be for a while. Uh, the other thing that happens, really, really random offshoot. Uh, if they're going to be bad, then Miles Garrett can't win Defensive Player of the Year. It's not possible. So, because they're going to, you know, they're under 500. Uh, no winner in like the history of the award has been under 500. Uh, TJ Watts already ahead of him in sacks. Like he can lead the league in sacks, honestly. And if they're like six and 11, I think they're giving it to somebody else. Team success is a significant part of the award historically. And if the team success isn't there because PJ Walker's starting every week, um, then that's going to be a big deal. And uh, I only bring that up because he's one of the three favorites right now. And it's not that you like have to go run to bet the other guys. I just, this starts to come into focus to me, honestly, as like TJ Watts way ahead. Statistically, that's definitely true. It's, it cannot be anything else. Uh, 
and they won a game that they actually absolutely had no business winning, which is now putting them over 500 probably for the, you know, at least for the foreseeable future. We'll see next couple weeks. And, uh, and Hutchinson is like a little more interesting than if that's true. Cause now we're going to like maybe cross off a guy. Like if it comes out, Watson's at like six to eight weeks, then like Garrett, Garrett goes to 50 to one. Like just can't. I mean, they're just going to lose these games. And they get Cousins, cool. Like he can become a favorite again, or he can become one of those guys. But uh, that's just kind of how I'm thinking about him and how I'm thinking about that market. And that's a look. That's like a sports radio take by me. I have no inside information about Kirk Cousins. That might, it might be like zero percent likely. Yeah, just well, like I just reference it there, just because like if they get yeah. if they get him, obviously like they're gonna they're gonna have a chance to make the playoffs because Cousins is really good. I think, like, people think he sucks. It was like, oh, well, Kirk Cousins sucks. It's like, really? Like, do you really actually think that he sucks? Or he's just, he's just, like, not Mahomes. And that's okay. He's still a good quarterback. Like, he's 50 times better. I I had an argument with a Giants fan who's like, oh, yeah, like, uh, Daniel Jones much better than Kirk Cousins. Like, really? You think if if, if the Vikings called the Giants and offered Kirk Cousins straight up to Daniel Jones, they'd they'd be falling all over themselves to accept it? Uh, Okay. Uh, We don't have a lot of time, and we got a lot of NFL games to talk about here, plus bets of steel, plus baseball. So let's get to our NFL bets, side and total, and all the injury news for every game on the board, starting in London with the Ravens and the Titans. Jake, please drop our favorite Mario music. I'm going to let it play because I really like it. For the third consecutive week, we begin our NFL betting sojourn on a Sunday across the pond in London, this time with the Ravens and the Tennessee Titans. Ken, the point spread now up to Ravens minus four and a half, quote-unquote, at the Titans. Game going to be played in London. Total in the game is 42. Good injury report for Baltimore. Odell Beckham, Jadavian Clowney, Marlon Humphrey, all off the injury report. All three guys are going to be good to go for the Baltimore Ravens and for the Tennessee Titans. The big one is Traylon Burks, who didn't even travel with his knee injury. Um, I believe the Titans are on their bye next week, so maybe Burks will be back in a couple weeks. That's really like the only thing that's noteworthy here for Tennessee. Ravens 4.5, 42-Ken in London. Yeah, this was a game where we were always kind of hoping that, you know, maybe uh, Ravens third straight road game, maybe people didn't like what they saw against Pittsburgh, maybe we would see Tennessee get bet in the game, but it just hasn't happened. The Ravens have gotten bet out, and I agree with that completely. Uh, I would have bet the Ravens immediately at three, and and we just never got it. So I think the spread's fine. I agree that the Ravens are very likely to win. Uh, I would never bet the Titans at this number, and I think everything's fine. Yeah, I'll have some props for this game. Don't think I'm going to have anything as far as side and total goes. Maybe put the Ravens in some money line parlays just for fun. But we'll talk about this coming up more. Well, actually, you and I won't. I'll do it on my show Sunday morning, 8.30 to 9 a.m. Eastern time on WFAN. The game will be started by the time we come on the air, obviously, for countdown to kick off, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time. So nothing right now, side or total. Catch me on FAN Sunday morning. Catch me outside. How about that? And we'll give you bets for the game. Uh, <laughs> now, Ken. How about this? Uh, this is pretty serendipitous. Uh, we go to the afternoon slate, and we begin in Atlanta with the Falcons, two-and-a-half-point home favorites against the Commanders. The total here is 42-and-a-half. Uh, Ken, nothing really injury-wise that we need to talk about here, so let's just handicap the game. 
Yeah, side, I, I kind of just agree with where the market's been the whole week. Falcons, but less than a field goal. Um, that's kind of how I have the number. And when I think about the game, I think that makes a lot of sense. Just worth noting, Desmond Ritter's career has been defined by excellence at home, never lost a home game. And Nick brought this up too. It's sort of the Monday Night Football telecast or whatever the time they were on primetime, whatever it was. Uh, high school college pro like never lost a home game just like worth noting if you're gonna bet washington in the game i guess um i would lean atlanta less than three but no interest uh, i do like the over in the game uh 42 42 and a half something like that and i know these teams have played like some under games and they played some kind of brutal offensive games sometimes but uh they also haven't played each other and these are two like bottom third, bottom half of the league defenses in a bunch of categories. And I think, especially in Washington's case, just play better opposition, honestly, like played Philly, played Buffalo. Um, I think against each other, it actually has the chance to kind of be a shootout kind of a game. I actually think Bijan Robinson's going to have like a monster game in this game too. Just kind of like a gut feeling, but uh, like the over, that's a bet for me. I definitely agree with that Maybe on Bijan. Maybe I haven't bet the over yet, but we'll talk about this more on Sunday. I might back you up there. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a two-team teaser with the Commanders and the Texans, and I think that might be how I play those those two games. We'll get to the Texans and the Saints coming up, but I like the Commanders as a teaser leg. Right now, nothing for me on side in total. If I had to do it, I would bet the over along with Ken. Props for the game coming up on Sunday. We move on now. You better you bet here on a Friday with Nick and Ken giving you our bets for week six in the NFL, we'll go to Chicago for the Vikings and the Bears at Soldier Field. The Vikings, three-point road favorites at the Bears. The total's down here to 43 and a half. So, Ken, give us a thought on the weather when you handicap the game. Um, Justin Jefferson, obviously out, going to be out a while for the Vikings. It is worth noting, Kane Wangwu, my guy, uh, is questionable for this game. He'll be like fourth on the depth chart at running back. But maybe we could bet anytime touchdowns for him at some point for Chicago. Three running backs ruled out. Khalil Herbert, Travis Homer, and Roshan Johnson. What does that mean? Deontay Foreman's going to get like 35 carries in this game, maybe some Blossom game also, but this is going to be Deontay Foreman. We haven't seen him since week one. He's been a healthy scratch for the Bears, free agent acquisition this offseason. Deontay Foreman will be the Chicago Bears lead running back in this game against the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings will get back, as Coach Wanstead told us earlier, Kyler Gordon and Jalen Johnson in their secondary, and maybe Eddie Jackson as well, Ken. He is listed as questionable on the injury report. Yeah, just uh, your your weather kind of update here. So we're talking about Chicago, Cincinnati, and Cleveland, three Midwest cities that are hosting games this weekend, all on Sunday, all in the early window. And it's honestly kind of a wait-and-see approach with the weather in all three. Uh, the wind is not as strong as what we saw in Kansas City last night. As of right now, there is likely to be rain, but we have no idea about like what the conditions are going to be. So these are not like auto weather unders. These could end up being very normal NFL games. If that's what this ends up being, I think it literally in all three games, if the weather, if we kind of have an in-between forecast 50-50 about this kind of stuff, we get to Sunday and it starts looking okay. Watch the pregame shows, see some of the live shots, reporters at the stadium. I literally think it's like three. It might be, maybe not three overs. It would be over in this game and over in Cincinnati. And I actually still love the under in the Cleveland game, but it has nothing to do with the weather. Uh, but it would be over in this game, especially. So let's get to Sunday. We'll see what the forecast is. We'll kind of make a decision in the moment. Maybe the total goes up a little bit more as a result, but um, I think a lot of this is predicated on kind of like what the conditions are going to be. Chicago still rolling. I mean, for all the great things, still rolling out basically the worst defense in the league and still gave up a ton of points and a ton of your, like, look at Sam, before you bet the over in this game, look at Sam Howell's stat line from last week and then ask yourself what you want to do with a 43 and a half total in this game if the weather's going to be okay. That would be my only thought. 
Uh, listen, I think the opportunity for the Vikings has probably passed. It was two and a half. Now it's three. That point spread's probably right. Maybe a little short, honestly. So Vikings are nothing for me as far as the side is concerned. You're 100% right on the over. We'll talk about that more coming up on Sunday. That's the Vikings and the Bears. All right, let's go to Cincinnati, where the Bengals, three-point home favorites against the Seahawks. Total of 45. Good news for Seattle. Uh, DK Metcalf was on the injury report the last two days. He's off it now. No injury designation for Metcalf. He is good to go. No injury designation for Geno Smith. Geno is good to go. And left tackle Charles Cross. I feel like I want to make a Christopher Cross joke at some point here. Sailing back into the starting lineup. Charles Cross will play at left tackle this week for the Seattle Seahawks against the Cincinnati Bengals. And for the Bengals here, let's see. What do we got? Uh, the big one here. T. Higgins is listed as questionable with his rib injury. He practiced in full today. My interpretation of this is, is that if this were like season on the line, Higgins would definitely play. I think it's kind of 50-50. The fact that he practiced in full and he's still questionable leads me to believe that they're worried he gets hit the wrong way and that he re-aggravates this injury. If I had to guess, he's on the wrong side of questionable here. But that's a guess by me. We'll find out more on Sunday. Ken, what about the Bengals and the Seahawks? Yeah, just uh, a game where, honestly, I don't really have a lot right now. Uh, I think Bengals by three, which is where the market is in most places, is is fine for me, at least as a spread in the game. I want the Bengals to win. Like I, I want them to get back in this thing and have a chance to make the playoffs, but I, I don't think there's anything wrong with the side for me. Uh, and then the total, it'll be the same as the Bears game. Like, sure, conditions aren't great. You know, like this total's been dropping because of a weather projection. Same with the Bears game and same with the Browns game. So just like okay, like for now, that's fine. And then Sunday morning when we're reporting from the stadium and it's sunny, what should the total be in this game? Probably like 47, 47 and a half, something like that. So is it that when we know what the weather's going to be with a little more clarity, is this still the market? If so, I'd like the over. Uh, and if the weather's going to be an issue, then it's probably going to be no bet for me in the game. No, I think the over makes a lot of sense based on what Ken just told you. Again, we'll have to wait for until Sunday. And if you're listening and you're watching and you're like, man, there's a lot of wait till Sunday. Well, you, you, you try dealing with the weather, pal buddy, guy, uh, if it's true that Joe Burrow is hashtag back, mm. I think it is true, whether T. Higgins plays or not, then uh, I, I think Seattle's really good. I, this is not meant to be disrespectful to the Seahawks. If Burrow's back, I think this number's a little short. I think it works like we push with Cincinnati. Uh, so I'm going to lay the Bengals in this game. Like Cincinnati, obviously liked a little more earlier in the week when the number was a little different, but... This is what we've got right now. Cincinnati well, still what a was the number? minus three. What was the number earlier in the week? Two and a half. Yeah, sure was. So, uh, so listen, Cincinnati for me, and then we'll talk about the total coming up on Sunday. You don't like it, get a meteorology degree. Uh, let's see if we can sneak in, Ken, our thoughts on the Niners and the Browns before break. San Francisco, a nine and a half point road favorite. The total is 36. The big news again, no Deshaun Watson for the Cleveland Browns. Joel Petonio going to be out for Cleveland. David Njoku is questionable. Uh, Dre Greenlaw for the Niners, one of their stud linebackers. Limited practice today on Friday. He's listed as questionable. He's kind of been on the injury report the last couple of weeks, but plays on Sunday. Sundays, we'll see how this goes. Elijah Mitchell's missed the last couple games for the Niners. We played Jordan Mason anytime touchdown at Cashley last week um so honestly like i'd like to see mitchell miss the game just because we'll get longer prices on mason and terry and davis price but mitchell is questionable practice can on friday in a limited fashion um this may be like a little bit of a meaty conversation here right the side niners nine and a half pj walker starts for the browns the total is 36 yeah, this was an under, I bet, really early in the week. Talked about it on the show, just like weather plus quarterback uncertainty, and the total was 40 and a half, 41 at that point, and now we're like not even close. Again, the weather may not be a thing, but we know 
Watson to PJ Walker is a thing. Um, I have something else interesting on this game, but just like to start out with, I it's okay to like want to bet San Francisco still to think that it should be more like it's oh it's the best team in the league against PJ Walker, just like that's already in this to a very very large degree. Like I really think this was going to be like three and a half if Watson played or four. It opened five, so I wasn't that far off in terms of like, and that was with Watson uncertainty because he didn't play the week before, two weeks before. So just like, yeah, like it's cool. Like if you want to tease the Niners, you like the Niners, you want to put them in money line parlays, whatever. Just know that like when you're doing that, like everyone knows Watson's out and this number has been getting absolutely smashed for five days. So like we're probably about done here in terms of like an adjustment where people are bullish on the Niners in the game. And you still have the outside shot of weather being a factor. And oh, by the way, the Browns have like a top three defense in the NFL. So like this can't be like a seven point game where the Niners are always in control. It can't really be. That could be a nine point game. Just like keep that in mind before you like go crazy clicking the button on San Francisco anymore. And for what it's worth, like this did get up to 10 and a half earlier in the day and resistance met at that point, pushing this down back under 10 to nine and a half. More bets, week six NFL Sunday coming up on the other side.